0: Hello again and welcome to Atlas Shrugged, the Avatar The Last Airbender podcast. I'm AJ. I'm Kaylee. And we are talking about episode number 16, The Deserter.
1: That's it, AJ. You ever been to a really bad rest stop?
0: Not one that I, like, feared for my life. I've never pulled over to a rest stop and seen wanted posters for myself. But that's where um, Aang and gang find themselves now, right?
1: Yeah, like... No local information except there is the fire Festival going on, and no less than three wanted posters, one for Aang himself, the Avatar, the second for Prince Zuko, though masked as the blue spirit, and the third, some unknown man with a scar.
0: It's so weird that we get that Easter egg right off the bat, that that these people are persona non grata for... um for Fire Nation's uh, hashtag Fire Festival, and um, for some reason they're looking at those posters and only interpreting and only <laughs> basically only saying, "Oh, there's a festival."
1: Yeah, right. They're on like a public road, and Aang just looks like himself and like comes on a wanted poster, but they're not. Don't seem to be too worried about anybody seeing That's them.
0: The least of their worries. They're worried about getting to this festival, and getting the. The fireflakes going. So what do they decide to do? They're standing here and they're like, okay, we have to get into this fire festival and needs to learn some firebending, but we need to disguise ourselves, obviously.
1: Duh. Sokka wisely is like, we probably shouldn't do this, but he's outvoted as usual. So they basically just like put their hoods up and head on in.
0: Sokka's instinct is usually correct.
1: Sokka's instincts. Mm-hmm. But they go to the fire Festival, they see immediately that everybody is wearing masks, and what do you know, they can have them for free. So they put on some masks.
0: He wasn't charging for those masks?
1: No, I mean, they just walked up and he gave them to them. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be fun, masks being free?
0: (laughs) Must have been um, paid for by the tourism board or something.
1: Yeah, I would bet. But, (laughs) yeah, so that enhances their disguises significantly we get a little walk through the festival um hot fire flakes bags of hot fire flakes are apparently the snack of choice there's a little propaganda puppet show
0: the puppet show is interesting because it shows the great lengths that the fire nation uh goes to to keep i don't know keep everyone hostile i guess
1: uh yeah for sure like we
0: fire nation gonna be fire nation
1: fire lord ozai zuko's father we've seen but we've never seen his face um, we saw him in the episode where we like learned how Zuko got burned and stuff, but this is like <laughs> the first full image of the Fire Lord we've had as this like little puppet.
0: So let's backtrack a little bit. What is Aang up against, and why are they finding themselves at the Fireflake Stand right now?
1: So last episode was Bato of the Water Tribe, and that was a great little meetup for. Saka and Katara to see somebody from their home. Also we learned mm-hmm. a lot about each other's character and Aang had to go through like a little deception crisis to appreciate his family a little more and we know in the background of that episode whoops we know in the background of that episode that it all started because the water tribes and their ships had had some sort of confrontation with the Fire Nation so it seems that it would be unsafe for Aang, Sokka, and Katara to be traveling here, considering the Avatar is wanted and Sokka and Katara are Water Tribe people themselves.
0: But despite it being so unsafe, here they are walking around, barely disguised. I mean, Aang walked in there barely disguised. You'd think, Here, here's my thing. Do people recognize Aang's outfit or his head tattoo? Like, what... What tips people off to say that he's the avatar?
1: Um, you remember they they like walk through the festival. They get their masks. They see the little propaganda puppet show uh-huh. that shows Ozai in a form for the first time, and then they walk up to the like magician or performer of sorts who's like doing crazy things with fire on a stage.
0: By Pirelli's miracle elixir. Yeah, yeah, he's um, stunning.
1: <laughs> yeah, so. Aang goes into this entire thing a little naively, um, even though they get, okay, we should wear masks, whatever. Aang still wants to be kind of in the center of the fun. So he and Sokka and Katara go up to the front of the stage, and then what do you know? Katara gets picked as the like volunteer damsel in distress while this guy puts a dragon.
0: Katara surrounded by flames in something of um, in seeming moral peril. This isn't going to be the first time that we see this scenario crop up in this episode, but we'll get to that later, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. We'll get to that later.
0: Okay. So, um, this episode, by the way, moves really fast. Really, really fast. But it doesn't, like, leave you in the dust on anything. I just thought it was a really um, well-paced episode, right?
1: Yeah. There are a few things before we um, move into the real meat of the episode that I'd like to note just about the environment that Team Avatar is in currently. So Katara's already on stage. She has a little ribbon tied around her. There is the illusion that she is in peril. Um, but I think that they forget rather quickly that this is a stage performance at a Aang festival. a
0: crush, right. Their adrenaline, not only may Aang uh, have a crush, but then you've got Sokka, who's got like brotherly... He's just forever cautious. And then um, and then you have the fact that like they are just used to people wanting to hurt them, destroy them. You
1: know? Yeah, like Sokka is he has a grudge that he's carrying around the moment they enter the festival. They like want to watch the shows and have some fun and Sokka's like, anything that the Fire Nation's putting on. They're probably just like beating people up. Like he completely thinks they're all Prejudice, savages. Right. Yeah. Um, so I guess that informs their fear when Katara is chosen to go up on stage to be the damsel in distress, which mm. I think her mask, by the way, this won't give anything away. But I'd like to note that it looks an awful lot like the Painted Lady. We won't get to that till book
0: two. The Painted Lady. Yeah. Okay. Come back to I'll that. I'll take your word for it.
1: But, yeah, I think their prejudice and their trauma from having, you know, lost family members and friends um, at the hands of the Fire Nation, they kind of go to this festival, like, not really knowing what they're getting into. They just want to have some fun.
0: They kind of let their guard down a little bit. Yes, but they let their guard down. They do want to have some fun. That's kind of like working in the sidelines. But, of course, Aang... Um, is thinking, I need to learn something real quick, so I should, uh, I should hang around some firebenders.
1: Yeah, that's super important. Yeah. So to get there, this dr- fire dragon that clearly the performer has control of is coming right at Katara. Aang jumps up on stage in his mask, and just as he airbends, you notice in the frame that his mask falls off. Um, And the fire, like, explodes in confetti. And ooh, the crowd goes wild. But then instantly, (gasps) they recognize them. They're like,
0: hey, that kid's the Avatar. Right. They start running. And this is where we meet Che. Che kind of comes to their aid in a very big way. Right. And he's one of the faces that was on one of the wanted posters.
1: Yeah. That's what we find out. He takes off his mask. And Sokka's like, you're a Fire Nation soldier. But it turns out, rebel. Rebel. Fire Nation soldier. He abandoned the army.
0: Four out of five fugitives think the fire festival is worth it, despite there being a price on their head.
1: (laughs) It turns out he followed them to the festival. So, yep, their disguises really didn't work.
0: Really didn't work. Um, So that's hilarious. And then um, they make the great escape.
1: It makes everyone at the festival just thinks, ooh, fireworks.
0: Right, right. Um So which is genius. Absolutely genius. Um so then they find some place to make a fire. Making a fire for them is probably no problem because that they are in the business of making fires. Okay.
1: So yeah, they find a camp, they set up a campfire and Che tells Sokka Katara, and Aang the myth of Zhang Zhang, the deserter. Evidently, there's this firebending master who abandoned the Fire Nation. He was an admiral or something. He was real high up there, as Sokka aunt, says. "Yeah." yeah. Um, and Zhang Zhang is a master. Evidently, he's a genius. Um, people think that he's mad, but Che says, and we trust Che,
0: obviously, because he, he just saved proved, the team. Yeah, he just proved why um, Ang Gang should trust him.
1: And Che seems to understand, okay, he recognized Aang as the avatar and knew this Figured, dude, yeah. This dude needs to learn firebending. Mm-hmm. So he thought, you know, there's no one better than Jong Chong. Now I gotta bring him to him.
0: Which is good because they can't show their face at that fire festival anymore. <laughs> All the fireworks blown up, you know. It'd be awkward.
1: It'd be awkward. Yeah. Um, so they're sprung upon, unfortunately. It what? seems like a merry group. And then some other seems we're not sure her, who, but we find out, are also rebel Fire Nation soldiers. Soldiers? Shoulders? shoulders. Soldiers. They're rebel
0: Fire Nation shoulders.
1: They pop out of the woods with spears, and then they take Team Avatar and Che back to Jongjong's Zhang camp, um, where we have a few scenes where we just kind of have to wait around to see whether or not Aang is going to be allowed to see him.
0: And Zhang
1: Zhang is not having it. He's not having it. Um, The other soldiers who, by spear point, took them to the camp said, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have done this. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't have done this. Che said, it's okay. He's a good man. Che goes into the tent and Zhang Zhang says, no, you shouldn't have brought him here. So there's a lot of resistance to Aang being able to meet with this master for
0: some reason. And again, it's kind of his last shot at learning firebending. There's a lot of stakes. So, before
1: Aang goes in, he ultimately decides, I don't care (laughs) what anyone says. This might be my only opportunity. I have to go talk to this firebending master. I think. Doesn't matter
0: how grumpy he is.
1: I don't care. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The conversation between Sokka and Katara and Aang that, you know they have no idea who else is not loyal to the Fire Lord. Everybody at that festival seemingly was loyal to the Fire Lord. They even had a puppet show about him that was like him breathing fire and children cheering. So that's Ooh, how yeah. ingrained loyalty to the Fire Lord is in the nation. Yep. Zhong Zhong is certainly a rare thing, we are to believe. It's like
0: it's like Aang's only shot at learning firebending. It's pretty much... It pretty much has to work out. Aang has decided this. And so he just goes in. He, he just goes in. in. And how does that confrontation go? Not very well.
1: Um, yeah, Zhang Zhang. This is one of my favorite introductions of a character ever. He just has this long, like, poetry. He's like, you shouldn't have come here. And then Aang asks him, please, master, like, I need to learn firebending. And he, like, gives this long <laughs> metaphor about the river and the ocean. <laughs>
0: He's spitting.
1: You cannot imagine the ocean.
0: Aang's like, I'm not trying to imagine the ocean. I'm trying to learn firebending.
1: Exactly. What's going on? Here's another shout out to FC Yee's Kyoshi series.
0: Another one?
1: Another one. There's so many. So I've learned this, but there is an extreme insistence on Zhang Zhang's part, who we know is a master, that Aang is not ready to learn firebending. And he describes how water is smooth and earth is steady and he gives them in a particular order but fire is alive and it can destroy everything. So what I learned go back to the very beginning of every episode with the theme song. It's water, earth, fire, air. That is the actual Avatar cycle. That's the order.
0: That's the order that you should learn everything in. So how do you explain Aang already having
1: airbending so A- ang was born an airbender manifested first as whatever part of the cycle the avatar is in so Aang was born into the air cycle so he's that was
0: he's pre-qualified that was his native tier. element uh-huh.
1: right and then he has the ability to learn the, ele- the other elements but evidently tradition says you should follow the avatar cycle so because he started an air The next one he should learn is water, then earth, and then fire.
0: Basically trying to tell him, dude, you're not qualified for this yet. Have you ever started a job, Kaylee, and somebody's like, somebody's like trying to warn you? Somebody's trying to warn you about that job? Like, I, (laughs) 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 like, you you know, like, things get weird out here in the warehouse,
1: um, you Whatever. remember that I used to work at Kedoba? I do at, remember that. Yeah, so AJ and I met in college. Fire um, at Purdue University. There's about forty thousand undergraduate students who live there, um, and I and worked at the Kidoba. Thirty-nine
0: thousand nine hundred ninety-nine who go to this Kedoba apparently, right?
1: Yeah. So Sundays, um, the dorms were always closed for meals. After bre- like they served breakfast, and that was it, I think, I had so no idea. everyone on Sundays would go to the fast food restaurants. I remember that pressure I had been at Kidoba for like a few shifts, and I was like i can I can be the burrito roller, and they were like, "You have no idea what e- what's coming
0: You cannot harness the power of the burrito yet.
1: you are not ready." <laughs> <laughs> And I yeah. did roll, like, 300 burritos that day, for the record. But, <laughs> I'm um, so,
0: so proud of you. And yeah. so is the Godoba Corporation. So and so is the Fire Nation. There... And so is the Fire Sauce Nation. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: Um, yeah, I think that's what Zhang Zhang's trying to say is, like... you there's You're not ready. There's the, there's a particular way you do these things.
0: And you got to think about it, too. All Zhang Zhang knows is... That he was a firebender. He wasn't down with all like the, yay, violence, yay, conquering other uh, places type thing. And because of that, he was outcast. Exactly. So he's carrying a little bit of hurt, probably.
1: Probably like the need to play it low key too.
0: Right, right. And so that's his experience being a fire nation or not being a fire nation, but being a firebender. And he's like, you don't want none of this stuff, do we? And you I get that reference.
1: Yeah. I think what's really something that not a lot of people maybe think about with this episode is he's, Jong Jong is not just telling Aang, the Avatar, like you're not ready for firebending. We don't know a lot about firebending. The only people we have seen really are kind of out of control with their firebending. They attack people. They're Zuko's immature. constantly after us. Mm-hmm. Um Admiral Zhao himself, who we will get to later (laughs) in this episode, um, lacks self-control. So, like, fire burns. And I think that Zhang Zhang is telling Aang something really interesting that Aang is not able to hear. Like, when you Mm -hmm. are born with the ability to bend fire, there are particular rules that go along with that. Because fire can destroy everything. So, you think about children who are, in this day and age, born in the Fire Nation, like can they bend when they're babies? Like, do they have to look after (laughs) their children super closely and teach them from really early? So they don't just like burn houses down that stuff. Ang, I don't think is thinking about, he's just like, literally, I want to shoot fire out of my fingertips. Like (laughs) you're not mature enough, dude,
0: not mature enough. You're not ready. None. Nobody who can even do it off the top is ready to handle the all consuming nature of fire. Um, Yeah, you're right. That is something interesting, an interesting advisory that that Zhang Zhang has. But Zhang Zhang just doesn't know who he's talking to. We get that great scene where, where, like, you know, the ghost of Avatar's past. (laughs) 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 Roku. Uh, His name is Roku, AJ. Anyway, Roku comes out and he's like, dude, do you know who you're telling no to right now? You're telling no to me, to this little boy, and all of us. And trust me, we know our elements by this point.
1: (laughs) That's one of the best lines, I think, in the entire first book for me. I have mastered the elements a thousand times in a thousand lifetimes.
0: And it's funny because Zhang Zhang is really preoccupied with, um, you know, he's sitting in a circle around or, you know, with candles surrounding him. And he seems like... Like there's some religious undertones to that. So when Avatar Roku uh, comes up and he's like, You're going to teach this guy fire because he is me and I am like when Roku does that, he transcends this mortal plane. He like he basically gives it to Jean Jean in a way that he will understand and I happen to notice a little biblical. Uh, parallel here, obviously, um, in the Holy Bible, you have that, um, that scene where Moses is like, man, I can't do this stuff. I can't, uh, I can't go get the 10 commandments or whatever. Um,
1: <laughs> you could go and read it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You go read the Bible. Um, I think there's a TV show, um, if you don't want to read the book. Uh, but anyway, that's that's what happens. Is this bush catches on fire and um, God's voice speaks out but of see it. Can't Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Roku and his burning bush is a bit like like Moses. It's a transcending spirit for mm. sure. It's
0: like, oh, you don't want to listen to your gut. Well, listen to this. Boom, bush on fire.
1: And he basically establishes to Zhang Zhang like, yes, Ang Me <laughs> is twelve, but. Do not forget who is asking you. I'm right. asking you as like the much as he world is. is.
0: The spirit of like the whole world savior thing is asking, not just like some 11-year-old punk.
1: And what's kind of crazy about that moment, okay, literally Roku burning bush tells Zhang Zhang off, and then blink, he's like, okay, I will teach you firebending. And then it's just back to Aang, as if Aang has not experienced it that he was not witness to this
0: mm-hmm. oh you will yeah
1: that was really interesting to me to see how Aang like stayed fully in his human like that moment awareness and yet he his spirit was able to like completely manifest and take
0: over that Aang is not channeling anything consciously he is he is the channel he
1: is the channel
0: ooh ooh I feel like this episode is going to be a little longer than the past couple ones, because um, just just so much happens. The Roku cameo is awesome, mind-blowing, and then um, Jean-Jean says, yep, I'm going to train this little guy. And the training at first is a little tedious.
1: It's very tedious. He has to do a lot of standing, and a lot of stretching, and a lot of breathing.
0: Yeah, which... I guess, has something to do with firebending, you see, by the end. But at the time, it's just like, okay. I was wondering if Zhang Zhang was actually just messing with the Avatar, um, you know, and not, like, actually training him.
1: Yeah, and I think Aang probably felt like he's a powerful bender. Like, he probably felt like Roku. Zhang Zhang was treating him like a child, like, have you seen me airbend? Have you seen me waterbend? I can handle it. But um, the basics drove Aang a little crazy. He knows how to squat and breathe and feel the sun. He wants to shoot fire out of his fingertips.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he says so, yeah.
1: There's a disturbance. Zhang Zhang has just told Aang, we're going to practice with real fire today. And Aang is left with a leaf, a tiny little leaf with that's like burning from the center right, right towards right. the edges. And... Zhang Zhang says, stay where you are, keep practicing. He's going to go check out whatever the disturbance is.
0: Bad move. Well, good move, I guess.
1: Well, that is Aang's self-control at play. He's told what he's supposed to do. What
0: self-control?
1: Keep the leaf from burning. Um, And instead, as soon as Zhang Zhang leaves, he, he coaxes a flame. He declares, I made fire. But did he?
0: I don't know if he made fire, but he can make fire grow.
1: That's for sure. He can hold it.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Play with it. Can I say that it's actually kind of a trippy um, visual the first time you see the avatar bending fire because the connotation so far has been like, oh, firebender's bad, right?
1: Yeah. So then
0: you finally see him bend fire. You don't even see Zhang Zhang bend fire. You see the avatar bend fire and you're like, oh, it's like he got like a little forbidden knowledge, you know?
1: Yeah, I think that's a really great observation. And that Katara immediately voices her concern, but it's all like, Aang, you're going to burn yourself. You're going to hurt yourself. So even though she has more reason than anyone to be afraid of firebenders, she trusts Aang, but is worried about him.
0: Right, and her trust in Aang is proven a little um, a little premature.
1: Yeah, because Aang went to a fire festival, and he's wanted all this time to just like shoot flames out of his hands. And so as soon as he has a flame in his hands... He's going to
0: shoot it out of his hands.
1: Yeah, he's going to shoot fire blasts and then wonder, how did that fantastic firebending performer do it? And he just... I think his airbender tendency, like he truly doesn't know what he's doing, air fuels fire and he just like spins in a circle and like sends a whirlwind of fire out.
0: And just like that firebender that was showing off at the uh, festival where Katara's in the middle of it and she's, like, afraid of getting singed. Now here, Avatar is, <laughs> like, following that example a little too closely and singes Katara.
1: Yeah. Ouchies. Ouchies.
0: I really liked that foreshadowing, though, like, in the festival, like, like Katara got hurt, or, you know, hurt in air quotes, hurt. <laughs> right. Both times. Um, that egg comes clever. to her rescue. Yeah.
1: For sure, and um, this is the tone shift of the episode. We've been like tiptoeing, there's definitely some danger, but there's still the fun. And then all of a sudden, I don't know if it was like that for you, but every time I watch that moment of the like, it's just Katara's face and the fire coming at her, it was foreshadowing in the performance scene. It's like, Mm. I don't know, really scary.
0: It gives you a sense of the scope of fire's destructive power like it makes what Zhang Zhang was saying earlier which sounded a little crazy and a little like self um self-aggrandizing right um it just kind of like oh guess that could be true <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: yeah so Katara gets burned um ouch and You're a big brother, AJ. Uh Uh-huh. This moment, like, everything happens so quickly. Katara's hands are burned. Sokka sees it and just tackles it.
0: Always quick to act, that Sokka.
1: And this is one of the cut moments that I really think are funny when you're watching it. What do you mean cut? So I watched this originally when it aired on Nickelodeon, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So in this episode, Katara gets burned. Sokka... Screams at Aang, you burned my sister, after tackling him. Right. And then it cuts, because usually there was a commercial break there. So oh, you get two okay. lines yeah, sure. Sure. directly in a row. You burned my sister, and then, you burned my sister. Like they, ac- <laughs> Oh,
0: sure, yeah.
1: They actually recorded two different versions of that.
0: Right, one for before the commercial break, and then one for after. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so watching it without the commercials is like huh um yep you just said that bro <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah but also it i sort of drives down the seriousness of this like ang he
0: said it twice right he's in shock
1: can you imagine the turmoil this four kids going through like he the only family he has in the world who were like their relationship was potentially just jeopardized the previous episode now he has not just hurt Katara but he has hurt Katara with firebending.
0: Sokka is sort of losing patience.
1: Yeah so Katara runs away. Zhang Zhang comes back and tells them you know disturbance actually is really bad. Um, This is is where
0: it's Zhao bad.
1: (laughs) We know that Zhao has appeared in this episode earlier but like you said earlier, it moves really quickly. So um, we can focus on Zhao in the second Zhao. half here. So Zhang Zhang returns and sees that something has happened. He looks at Aang very disappointed. Um, and I think it's Sokka who tells him this is all your fault or something. And he says, I know. But,
0: I know, yeah. And he goes meet the guitar, right?
1: Yeah, that's what... To me, this strikes... Very interesting. Like, he doesn't take time to tell Aang anything. He just, like, looks at him. And then he, the master, goes to make sure Katara is okay. Who, luckily, puts her hands in the water and discovers that she has healing abilities.
0: Well, she's known, right?
1: No. She had no idea until she just had burned hands and tried to put him in the water.
0: She has this latent, like, completely miraculous ability. With her, and she just it takes it takes her having to um, heal herself or get herself out of that jam in order to discover it. I think that's pretty beautiful.
1: That was beautiful. They like glow light blue. Isn't that like the the Atlantis blue? That cartoon Atlantis.
0: I never saw the cartoon Atlantis. What?
1: Okay, another day. We'll have to watch that. But okay. yeah, I think her her glowy healing powers are very cool. Super cool. Um, yeah, so Zhang Zhang takes a moment to talk to Katara, um, which I like Katara's attitude towards him, even though they don't bend the same element. She, like, has a piece and, like, wide-eyed, I'm gonna listen to what you say, look, this is one of the first bending masters she's ever met, too.
0: Zhang Zhang is not a civilian.
1: No. He is a master, and Mm -hmm. he imparts... Just what little bit of wisdom he can, and then who shows up but Admiral Zhao and his Zhao.
0: ships. Zhao, <laughs> Zhao time, and this is the first time. Correct me if I'm wrong. Other than the um, Zhao and his son battle that you see, Fire X Fire.
1: Uh, yeah, actually, I think so. This I think is I'm right. This is pretty rare. We've seen some of the Firebenders go after the Blue Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, who I don't remember if he used fire bending.
0: I don't think they were both using fire
1: Yeah, no, 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 you're right. Fire v fire. Mm-hmm. So, um,
0: yeah, I think this is the first time for that. Anyway, I thought that was neat.
1: Yeah. So, Katar He, you know, sends guitar off. She. He's like, you guys got to get out of here. And then we see some real fire bending.
0: Some real fire bending. Zhang
1: Zhang totally lets go. We. I think that this impresses the point so hard <laughs> yes. that he handed Aang a leaf with a tiny little ember but then shoots up like 50 foot walls of fire and can control it like it's nothing.
0: Because Jon Jong is on the job. He's not going to have OSHA called on him. Sorry, non-US people or people who are just like <laughs> not losers and don't understand that joke. Uh, yeah, it's a workplace hazard.
1: Yeah, uh, he's avoided the Fire Nation. He ran away from it. After all, he's on the right. run. He's avoided them so lo- so far for some reason, and it turns out he's a- an incredible Firebender.
0: I think a Firebender has it within their brain, kind of illustrated by like the as you call it the propaganda puppet show. Um, but I think a Firebender has it in their brain, like, oh, if if it's going to be fire v fire, that means it's like. It's like you go after them with the same zeal that you would go after like a deserter. You know, it's like it's got it's got more than just one person versus one person imbued in it.
1: Um, Yeah. Plus, this is not just the first like fire versus fire real thing that we've seen, but it's also putting it into context that the people we've really seen fight are... Ang, a 12-year-old, and Zuko, a 16-year-old. And right. these are two adults, one of whom is a master, another of whom, Zhao, we know has an incredible control of fire. <laughs> or power, perhaps. Uh, not so much control. Um, but not only that, there have been allusions throughout this episode to some, right. student, of Zhang some student
0: of Zhang Zhang's. Some um, student of Zhang Zhang's who made his sauce too hot. Burned <laughs> burned his tongue.
1: <laughs> he was not ready, um, right. but thought he was more powerful than his mentor. And so that's where we end up as Admiral Zhao confronting his master.
0: Very Star Wars, the master and the apprentice.
1: And he is given enough time for Team Avatar to escape. Katara goes in and tells Aang, I'm miraculously healed. Don't worry about it.
0: Don't worry about it. So he checks that <laughs> off in his box, because he has to gear up for a fight of his own.
1: Yeah. Um, he sh- Katara communicates. Zhang Zhang has told us we need to get out of here, but Aang is the Avatar. He's like, no, mm-hmm. I oh, can't yeah. leave him. So right. giving so Zhang Zhang enough time to escape, he then takes on Admiral Zhao himself.
0: I'm, I'm going to do it myself. And here's where Aang shows wisdom beyond his years. He takes a more psychological approach to this. Can we just say awesome fight? Because now here's here's fire v. fire two in a row. Except not really. It's such (laughs) a good fight.
1: (laughs) It is a really good fight. Um, Zhao is just... You could just can tell he's the antagonist because there's literally nothing he says that doesn't make you instantly angry.
0: <laughs> because because it's not naivety that... It's not a pitiable naivety. It's just foolish pride. And you can't pity pride.
1: You can't pity pride. Yeah, that's an excellent point. So well, thank you. He thinks he's all that. Um, he One of the lines he said earlier in the episode that... <laughs> just screams it until I, I got bored until I got bored. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, that's the one. that, no, that's what oh. the other one was. I don't care about your local crime rates. Like, Oh yeah. <laughs> at the festival, they were like, huh, you know, crime was way down. <laughs> like the festival. That was went so off. funny. Uh, I
0: don't care about your crime rates. If you're not talking about me, then I don't want to talk about it.
1: Yeah. He's so pompous.
0: So pompous, such pride.
1: Um, but Aang realizes quickly, oh, okay, now I know you're Zhang Zhang's student. Until he, I got
0: bored. That
1: he talked about that had <gasps> no self-control.
0: Uh-huh. So Aang is definitely going to use that card against Zhao in this great, great fight. Um, bounces around, uh, kind of teases Zhao, basically. Picks at his insecurity and um, causes him to burn down all the boats. ha. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> You, like, wonder about that level of recklessness, right? And just, like, sheer... Like, at the end of the day, Aang is a kid. Aang is a kid. This This guy...
0: This loser, this, like, (laughs) 45-year-old loser is like, Man, I'm going to make it my life's goal to defeat this kid. And I can't even do it.
1: Like, with no thought, with utter rage, just blasting fire after this child. (laughs) It's crazy.
0: But, alas... Ang emerges from the battle unscathed. Haha! Haha! Ha.
1: We get that really epic, like uh,
0: that's so satisfying at this point because um, Zhao's been after um, Ang for so long at this point.
1: Yeah, I just want to commend the vocal artist on this guy to the, Hurrah! like, his firebending is so, <laughs> yeah. so crazy. Um It was just a really Very enjoyable overstated. episode yeah. overall. Like, those moments where they can take dark humor, like, we dealt with some really hard stuff, but they can still, right. like, turn you and make you laugh at, like, really serious moments, too. That That's what I love about this show.
0: It's pretty good. It's pretty good. You know who else could do that? Who? Shakespeare. That sounded a lot more impressive in my head than than it ended up being. Oh, boy. Um, So that was a sweet battle. And as usual, Momo comes to pick everyone up. He's the Dodge (laughs) Caravan at the end of soccer practice. And um, he swoops up uh, his sliding uh, side door, uh, motor shut, and then
1: for all of you who just pictured Momo doing that, you're welcome. But actually, it was <laughs> Appa. What? Oh, <laughs> I pictured it, too. Everyone Appa, loads I bet Appa. Everyone <laughs> loads up on a giant Momo. Oh, my gosh. Oh,
0: my gosh. Everybody lines up. I'm- a giant Momo is the Uber driver. That's the timeline I want to be in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who knows what may happen. Um okay. but, what? <laughs> um so in the reality of the episode, uh-huh. they fly away on A uh-huh. Um Katara reveals to Aang and everybody that she has healing powers by healing one of Aang's
0: burns. From Look the at epic this! Battle. I can heal you. You full HP max restored.
1: I guess I always knew how to do it, and Sokka's like, thanks for ever helping me all the times I was hurt.
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, Katara. That would have come in handy.
1: <laughs> but I don't know. Things feel like they're getting a little bit back on track. Like I was just
0: about to say that. They're flying off into the sunset.
1: Yeah, uh, and this time they've taken a little voyage, you know, into the Fire Nation. We've learned, like, okay, Maybe it's not the right time for Aang to be learning firebending. So they are back Mm -hmm. to their goal. We have four episodes left of book one of Avatar The Last Airbender. And And the
0: outlook right now is a little more optimistic than it had been. Right? Because it felt kind of bleak. Like, oh my gosh, with the ticking, you know, the the time bomb that is the earth um, just looming over Aang's head. And now it seems he's closer
1: It seems he's closer, and it seems that we are going to, in fact, go on the Avatar cycle order, and they are back on their way to the North Pole to find a waterbending master.
0: It seems well within Aang's character to just insist at this point, like, guys, you saw me. I know firebending. I know all the firebending. He doesn't do that. He, he still acknowledges that he has to He has to learn firebending.
1: Well, that's where we were stuck because he vowed after hurting Katara that he would never firebend ever again because he felt so bad. Oh, yeah. Um, and then there was the miracle of Katara having healing powers. So we don't know. It turns out that they both ended up okay unscathed in that situation. But Aang probably still has he some conflicting that. feelings to deal with.
0: What will happen next? I guess we'll just have to find out, right? Next episode?
1: Yep, we shall see.
0: All right, bring it on. Um, So I guess that spells the end of this episode. My name is AJ.
1: My name is Kaylee.
0: And you have been listening to, have listened to, was just listening to, ain't you just the type to listen to Atlas Shrugged? The Avatar of the Last Airbender podcast. I'm AJ. I'm K Did we already do that
1: part? We already did that part. We
0: already said our names and everything. I guess we should just go on and get.
1: Oh, bye bye now.